When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know what? I'm not supposed to go live right now, but I figure let's let's break the rules. You know, sometimes we break the rules. It's okay. We break the rules in English all the time. So welcome. Uh, I am Brent from American English with this guy. I think you're here to learn some English, right? So I, I think it's probably a good idea that I teach some English. So today we're actually going to be talking about man-made monuments in the United States. So, and there was a, a couple questions about man-made. So the opposite of man-made would be natural. So something like the Grand Canyon, that's natural. I don't think people built that thing, right? Like a river carved that thing out the Grand Canyon. So we're talking about man-made, made by man. And when we say man made by man, we mean made by man, but also made by woman. So made by people, man-made, man-made. So just to get an idea before we start, I'm wondering like from which country do you come from? Which country are you from? I would love to read it in the chat. Oh, Linda's here. Hey, Linda's here. Oh, um, she is from Italy. She won't be able to participate too much, but hey, there's always the replay. You can catch it on replay if you'd like to. Oh, Adriana's here from Poland. I think um, Mar Maria's here from Argentina. Oh, you know what? Someone is actually coming in. I know that uh, this person, hey, he just celebrated 700,000 subscribers. He actually has a smaller channel too, Bob's Shorter English. You may be coming from his channel anyway. I know he is probably pretty tired from doing a live stream for about an hour. He did a great job, but I would like to welcome Bob, the Canadian, to the channel. Well, Hi, Mr. Brent, Bob. You, hey, can you hear me? I can hear you perfectly. Hey, I just said that I couldn't make it, and then I thought, you know what? I'm all set up. I should just jump in for a minute or two and say hi. How's it going? It's going really well. Yeah, thanks for joining. Yeah, no and, problem. We're talking um, man-made U.S. monuments today. Does, oh, Canada, cool. does Canada have any man-made? <laughs> I, I don't think so. But I think if you go to Western Canada, there's a lot of towns that have like the biggest pencil, the biggest ice cream cone, you know, kind of on a smaller scale. You're talking more like Mount Rushmore. Is that more where you're going? I am actually going to be discussing Mount Rushmore. Okay, yeah, I, I want Spoiler alert, Bob the Canadian's <laughs> giving away the topic. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, what's the, there's a needle thing though in Toronto, isn't there? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I am not super familiar with this. I kind of caught off guard here. I'm trying to think of man made structures yep. that I know of. I have not actually traveled much of Canada, so okay, it's hard I don't, for me to know. How about you talk about, you the guest, you talk about whatever you want to talk about. Do you want to promote oh. your channel? 
no, that's fine. I really just wanted to say hi. It's good to jump over here. I know we haven't uh, we haven't done one of these yet, but uh, I thought it would be fun to jump in just to say hi, just to see how things are going. For those of you that uh, don't know me, I'm just a guy who lives in Canada who teaches English on YouTube, and it happens to be going rather well. So I'm celebrating 700,000 subscribers today. I'm pretty pumped about that. Um, and I'm just, sometimes people ask, what, how are you going to celebrate? And I always, this is such a, uh, a lame response. I always say, I celebrate by making another video. That's how I celebrate. Just get another one done. So maybe eat some pizza. Or maybe do that. I, I wouldn't mind celebrating by having a nap this afternoon, but we have a lot of work to get done on the farm here. So that's my plan once I'm done chatting for a bit. So I think Bob the Canadian is the hardest working English teacher on YouTube. Five children, full-time teaching yeah. job, and a massive farm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this it's pretty busy. You know, I think I, I mentioned this yesterday. Someone was asking me how I respond to so many comments so quickly. And I think one of the things that... I just type really fast. And I think that there's a lot of things about me that make it seem like I get a lot of work done in a short period of time. But I think it's because I've just learned to do things. I train myself to do things fast if I can. I don't want to talk too much about myself though, Brent. That's awesome. Um, I, 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 and I like to work. Yes, I yeah. do like work. Well, you do a great <laughs> job. And you have a smaller channel too that is Bob's Shorter English Lessons, which I love. I what three times a week. You get yep. a small lesson. It's great. Yeah. It's a, it, just a good way to know uh, a little bit more about the farm. A little more yeah, English. That one came about because uh, even though I'm a native English speaker, I've always been fascinated by what things actually sound like. Like if you, if you ever go through your day and you listen to what everyone around you says and interpret it literally, you can start laughing quite often, right? Then the common is the most common phrase is the phrase hold your horses right when you tell someone to wait like if you actually imagine someone trying to hold their horses back it just makes me laugh so that channel came about because of my own fascination with i would just listen throughout the day at work as soon as i heard something that i thought you know it's weird that we say it that way i would write it down or or email it to myself and then do a lesson on it so a lot of fun i like that channel and I love watching that channel too, because even though we live in different countries, we live, I think we're about maybe eight hour drive apart. Yeah. I think so, so many of the little small things that, that you use every day, like we use that here too. It's, it's yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah. And it, I, that always comes out. Sometimes people are concerned about learning. They want their, they want to learn American English and they're worried because they're learning it from a Canadian. And honestly, there are variations in Canada and the U.S. in accents, but I have never had trouble communicating with an American ever, no matter where they're from. Like it's, I think a lot of our idioms, a lot of our common phrases, even our the newer slang is almost always the same. We're we're very much we're two different countries with almost the same language, just a little bit of difference when I say "bout" or "about" or those kind <laughs> <Yeah>. of words. <laughs> yeah, I love it though. I love it. Yeah, lots hey, of fun. Hey, I don't I definitely I want you to stay as long as you want, but I know yep. you have a lot of work to do. So it's an open door. Anytime okay. you want to stop in, anytime you want to leave, you Mikasa Sukasa. That's not English though. No, but, that's not, but we do say that, don't we? My house <laughs> yeah. is your house. Yeah, for Absolutely. sure. Uh yeah, I do have a lot of work to do. Uh whether it rains or not, we'll see. Uh the other thing I wanted to work on is getting another camera working so I can have two cameras, but 
you know, the technical side of this whole YouTube thing sometimes gets a little bit, uh, it's a little nerve wracking when the technology doesn't work because you're, you want it to work, right? Um, I know I did it once where my live stream didn't work. So right afterwards, I made a whole lesson on how to express aggravation. I love that one. I still remember the thumbnail. It's like um, with the lemons, I think it was or something like that. That was a great one. So, but so far things have, have worked well here, but I think Brent, I think I am going to go. I do want to leave you with this though. Um, We should chat this week or next week on zoom. I know you emailed me and I haven't uh, had time for that, but but we should plan um, definitely meeting up somewhere this summer or later this fall. Um, hopefully the border opens. Brent and I are not allowed to cross the border right now. So, although people still do somehow, but we're yeah. not allowed to. <laughs> I think I might be able to sneak in somehow. I think yeah. I might just sneak in. Yeah, know. maybe do that. I'll meet you in Niagara Falls. We'll have a coffee, chat, make a video. Anyways, I'm going to go, Brent. Have a great Absolutely. live stream. Uh, Thank see you, you later. So much. Thank you so much for stopping by. Yeah. Adios. All right, that was awesome. Mr. Bob, the Canadian, stopping in. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that most of you have probably found this channel through Bob the Canadian. But just in case you haven't, check out his channel, Bob the Canadian. Check out his other channel. We were talking about Bob's Shorter English Lessons. I like that one just as much as the big channel. All right, so uh, welcome. Look at Aronis here. Aronis here. Oh, Jamie. Okay, Jamie, uh, I didn't know if she would be joining for sure or not, but... Um, when we get to, oh, spoiler, uh, when we get to the monuments that, uh, are in Washington, DC, she's going to stop in because, um, it's one of her favorite cities, one of our family's favorite cities, actually. So why don't we get right into the lesson? We're going to be talking about the top 20 U S landmarks, but man-made, So if you're just joining us, these are landmarks that nature didn't make, man-made. And the first one we have here is what I think Toronto has something like this. I think Tehran and Iran has something like this. And this is located in Seattle, Washington. And we call this the Space Needle. It's basically like a big tower that has a restaurant on the top. But when you see that tower, when you see the Space Needle, a lot of Americans automatically think of Seattle. And I do have some, see if I can find them. I do have some almost paragraphs that I am going to read. And if you would like, you can practice shadowing. So right here, this one is rather small. They do get a little longer as we go. But here are some facts about the Space Needle in Seattle. The Space Needle is located in Seattle, Washington. It is 518 feet tall. There is a rotating restaurant at the top. And when I use that word rotating, it basically means to go around in a circle. To go around in a circle. I'm going to get rid of this little thing. Because it's distracting me. I hope it's not distracting you. See, right before Bob the Canadian came in, I was welcoming a couple other people into the uh, chat. Elena's here. Sita is here. I'm wondering, hey, Nirja, how are you? 
He is a channel member, by the way. I've been talking to, um, I hope I'm saying your name correctly, Nira, Nira, um, through our Discord. And I would like to welcome uh, a member who has come back. Her name is Mega. And I made this little thing for her. So welcome, Mega. Get rid of that other one here. Got to work on my, uh, got too many things coming on. Mega is a channel member. I'm not sure if she's watching, but she's also from India. So welcome. Welcome. The next one here. Oh, I think she is here because she's right there. And Amin is here from Canada. Welcome. Asma is here. The next one is, I don't know. Maybe you've heard of this one. It's the Golden Gate Bridge. Any ideas which city this lo- is located in? Anybody have any ideas in which state that is located in? The Golden Gate Bridge? I know I know Maria knows because she has visited it. Hey, Luke. Welcome. How are you? Our weather here is actually beautiful. So Hope everything is going well there. Hey, Amina. It is in California. The Golden Gate Bridge is in California. And here's the little paragraph I have to practice shadowing. The Golden Gate Bridge is located in San Francisco, California. It first opened on May 27th, 1937. So I know dates can be rather difficult, a lot of numbers there. So hopefully that helps you out. Okay, so what is today? May 22nd here in the United States. So we're coming up on the anniversary. There is one more U.S. landmark that I chose in California, and that is Alcatraz Island. Alcatraz Island. At one time, this was, oh yeah, Jose, Jose. I actually have a comment I'd like to share from Jose in a minute. It, Adriana, look at that. Oh, it just jumped. Adriana said San Francisco. Nicely done. How are you, Brian? Brian said San Francisco as well. Yeah. So San Francisco in California. I There is a pretty famous sign in Los Angeles, which is pretty far south in California. So San Francisco is in the northern part of California. LA or Los Angeles is almost like all the way to the south, very close to San Diego, which is literally at the bottom of the state, about as far south as you can go. But I didn't pick the Hollywood sign because there there are 20 really good ones here. So maybe we'll do a part two, but I think Jose was asking for the the Hollywood sign and it was on the thumbnail, but when I tried to pick the 20 best, in my opinion, I had to take off the Hollywood sign in LA. Yeah. Jamie is saying to Mega, Hey, we, um, I used India in an example, um, this week for, um, to add insult to injury. 
when you have bad luck on bad luck. And I know parts of India this week also suffered a typhoon. So just um, hoping the best there for for India's uh, Ario. I don't watch a lot of soap operas. No, it's been a while. When I was in college and I had a little more time, I did. I watched some. Uh, I watched some soap operas every so often. But I do have a. See, these are getting longer now. This is almost a paragraph right here. So here's a little shadowing practice, if you would like. Alcatraz Island is not too far from the Golden Gate Bridge. The island is sometimes known as the Rock and served as a federal prison from 1934 to 1963. So Alcatraz Island is what it sounds like. It's an island off the coast of San Francisco. You need to take a boat to get out there. You need to pay a little money to get onto the island, which I believe Maria said that she has been to Alcatraz Island. But that was once a prison, like the worst of the worst criminals, the most dangerous criminals in the United States would go to Alcatraz Island. One very famous criminal, at least in the United States, is a guy named Al Capone. And he might be one of the most famous people to have ever served time at Alcatraz Island. Also, Maria and I were talking. Uh, no, I'm sorry, um, Yelena. And I'm not sure if she is here. But Yelena said that she is familiar with Alcatraz Island because of something called Escape from Alcatraz Island. Apparently, Alcatraz Island was impossible to escape from. And that's why this island was picked to put the worst of the worst criminals on. And there are really cold waters all around the island. There are possibly sharks in the water. But three men tried to escape from Alcatraz Island. Their bodies were never found. There was possibly some evidence on the shore that they had made it, but nobody knows. It's, it's uh, one of the uh, great mysteries. If you want to learn a little bit more about San Francisco, you can look up Escape from Alcatraz Island and learn more about those three prisoners. Some people think they made it. Some people think they died in the water. The world may never know. Uh, yeah, Raphael, great, great point. In my opinion, the U.S. government made a mistake about closing Alcatraz jail only because two or three people broke out from this maximum security prison. And I think that's what Raphael is talking about is those uh, guys. Yeah, we don't know if they escaped or not. But what I heard was it was outdated. They closed the prison down because it was crumbling, it was falling apart, and it would cost too much money to repair. So the government felt they could build a better pr prison somewhere else. And I do believe the new prison is in Indiana or Iowa, one of those two states in the, in the middle, maybe Indiana. I think it's an I state in the middle of the country but I'm not exactly sure. But yeah, we, there is a big federal prison 
somewhere there. Oh no, that Ario, I'm sorry. I try to go earlier in the morning. My daughter, actually, I mentioned it in Bob the Canadian's chat. She sang the national anthem with a choir at her school this morning. And so I had to push back the live stream. But I'm glad. Well, Thomas, welcome. It's okay. We've only done, what, three? We've done three. We have a few more to go. 17 more to go. Let's do another one. Here comes the the spoiler right here. The next one is Hoover Dam. Let me pull it up here. Hoover Dam. Boom. There's a picture for you. Let me make it a little bigger. I'll actually take that off. But if you see the word dam with no N at the end, it basically means a structure that holds back water. Even the animal, the beaver, will make dams to hold back water. And this is exactly what Hoover Dam is. You can see behind there is a lot of water. And it is the Colorado River being held back. So let's learn a little bit more about Hoover Dam with this kind of couple sentences, maybe a paragraph that I wrote. The Hoover Dam is located on the Colorado River in between the states of Nevada and Arizona. It opened in 1935. There were 112 people killed during construction. And I wanted to write this because I think it might help with prepositions. There are some key prepositions in there. So it is located on the Colorado River. Some people might say it's actually in the river. I mean, if you do, we'll know what you're talking about, but it's actually located on the Colorado River, in between the states of Nevada and Arizona. That's the Hoover Dam. And the Hoover Dam was named after one of our presidents. His name was Herbert Hoover. We'll be talking a lot about U.S. presidents towards the end of this live lesson. I'll take a sip of water, though. Do you ever do that after you drink some water? So refreshing, right? So refreshing. The next one is the Alamo. The Alamo, a a pretty famous landmark in a very big state. Does anybody have any idea in which state is the Alamo located? I mean, it is so this state. A lot of Americans, when they think of the Alamo, they automatically think of this state. Is, 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 my, is my chat not working anymore? Uh, but I think Maria is talking about um, is it Hoover Dam imposing or is it Alcatraz? I think both of them are pretty imposing. Imposing means big, maybe a little intimidating. If you're a little kid and you hear some stomps of somebody's feet coming down the hallway in your classroom, like, oh, am I in trouble? And when they stand over you, that's 
imposing. That's imposing. Uh, the Hoover Dam. Okay, the Hoover Dam. Jose, Texas. Texas. I would say Texas, but if someone lives in Texas, they might say Texas. Texas. And you have to you have to do your mouth like that. Texas. Texas. Hey, Sita, with the super sticker. Thank you so much, Sita. Sita is a channel member and she's uh giving a little extra to the chat. Uh, I appreciate it so much, Sita. It's been really fun getting to know you. Sometimes during the uh, members chats, uh, we have some on Sundays. Sometimes we actually get on video and talk. Becoming a member is a good thing. And it's been great to know Sita. She lives in one of the coolest cities in the world, Rio de Janeiro. That's how Americans say it. So if you are from Brazil, have a little laugh at the way I pronounce that. Rio de Janeiro. De Janeiro. That's how Americans would say it. Rio de Janeiro. Rio de Janeiro. I don't know Sandy Cheeks, Ario, but that's a great name. Marco, Texas. And you know, Aroni is showing off his big brain by actually saying the city too. Yeah, we have that. San Antonio, Texas. Texas. So I wrote a little something about San Antonio, Texas. Again, Sita, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Arizona, oh, Alcatraz. Oh, of course, Alcatraz too. Yeah. Um, there are a few states, quite a few states. I thought uh, Maria said Arizona. There are quite a few states that did not make this list. I tried, but there's just not much in Arkansas. So we'll notice at the end, a lot in Washington, D.C., a lot in Washington, D.C. I do want to share a couple awesome comments that I got from Elena. I think she's here in the chat. She wanted to see the Golden Gate Bridge, and but we didn't have anything from Arizona. And what can be confusing about Washington sometimes is is it washington state that's in seattle and then we have washington dc so americans are often confused there's a hockey team called the washington capitals they are located in washington dc yeah can be a little confusing and jose jose has a whole list here mount rushmore spoiler alert we are going to talk about mount rushmore but i didn't get harvard in there Harvard would be a great one. It is the oldest college in the U.S. Ellis Island, I did not do. We have something close to Ellis Island. Look at that. The Alamo, Alcatraz, Hoover Dam. It's almost like Jose. He's from Mexico. It's almost like he read my mind. So a lot of great ones there. And if I do a part two, uh, Sears Tower was actually the first one I thought of. Like, mm, that's man-made, very famous landmark in Chicago, but it didn't make it. And Julia Olise, Julia Olise, Lincoln Memorial. Yeah, we'll get to that. Oh, and the White House, we'll get to that one too. So we'll do those. Thank you for the great comments. Very helpful in helping me plan this little lesson for you. Did we read the, we didn't read the Alamo one, did we? Let's read the Alamo one. A little practice for you. 
The Alamo was the site of the Battle of the Alamo in 1836, where the Republic of Texas fought a battle against Mexico. It is located in the city of San Antonio. So at one time, the state of Texas was actually its own country. For a very brief period of time, Texas won its independence from Mexico. I actually did a lesson about the uh, Mexican-American War, if you want to check that out. But yeah, Texas was once its own state. Kind of crazy. The next one is the Gateway Arch. The Gateway Arch. Anybody know which state this is located in? I think this is a very tough one. If you ask most Americans, they think they might know the city more than the state. But this is is pretty famous, for Americans at least. I didn't... Empire State Building was on this list for a little while, and then... Ng, how are you? Welcome. We are talking about the top 20 man-made U.S. landmarks. So I think we're at number like eight, maybe something like that. Uh, A couple Italians are talking. Capisco. Linda. Mi fa piace che ogni tanto qualche italiano spunti fiori. I don't know what that means. Something about outside, spunti fiori. Um, I don't know. He's saying that he likes to talk about uh, a lot of things, uh, Italian things. I believe that's what he's saying. Too many, too many Italian things. Hey, Jose, my man, he got it. It's Missouri. It's Missouri. Anya, how are you? Welcome, Marco. It is. It's Missouri. Well done. Well done. Yes, it, it, Marco, it is close to the Mississippi River. And what the Gateway Arch does is it just, it's a symbol for the western part of the United States. If you know anything about the country of the United States and its history, the country started on the east. Now, of course, there were indigenous people here before Europeans, but Europeans settled on the East Coast, and then slowly made their way West. More or less, more or less. I mean, California came a little bit earlier, but so this gateway arch is a symbol of the United States moving West. And I have a little something here for you. The gateway arch can be found in St. Louis, Missouri. It was built as a reminder of the United States' push to settle land out west. So there was this um, Lewis and Clark expedition that I might have to do, excuse me, I might have to do a, uh, a lesson on, but these two guys were basically paid by the United States, our president, Thomas Jefferson. They were paid to lead a bunch of people to study the land out West. And this is kind of a symbol, a reminder of that push to the West. 
The next one has been mentioned, by the way. Ah, thank you, Linda. Ah, pops up, pops up. Spunti fiori. Fiori means uh, like out, uh, outside, right? And um, in Italian, sometimes I get mixed up with that and flower in Italian. Oh, Anya, you're not late. You you arrived right at the right time. Welcome. Welcome. Ooh, yeah, maybe St. Louis. Yeah, you might be right. Nicely done. Nicely done. Hey, Shashan, how are you? Welcome. Oh, yeah, Anya Anya does such a, such a great job. I asked her this week, hey, you don't have to be here all the time. Just whenever you're here, would you mind checking out the chat just in case? We might have a couple other moderators too, but uh, Anya does a great job organizing our members chats on Sundays. There is one tomorrow. If you would like to become a member, there's a link up there, but Anya um, does a great job and uh, she has a kind heart and uh, the work that she does, but Sita might be a good moderator too. Sita is pretty awesome as well. So many awesome people in here. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you're learning a little bit of something. So let's move on to the next one. I have forgotten what the next one is. It's a surprise to me too. Oh, Mount Rushmore. Imagine that. Mount Rushmore. Um, the, uh, Let's just get right to this. Because I forgot what I said. Yes, okay. I'll explain what this means here. Mount Rushmore is in South Dakota and was sort of finished in 1941. The four presidents on the monument are George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln. Now we'll take that away so you can see their faces. I can actually bring that all the way to the front. And the reason I said that it was sort of finished in 1941 is because the sculptor, I mean, this is a massive monument. It's like the side of a mountain. And the sculptor actually died while doing the job. His son was helping him at the time, and the son kind of took over, but it basically ended, the, the sculpting of this basically ended when the sculptor died. So it's unfinished not quite done yet the next one just checking out the chat see who's here oh wow i don't jose i don't jose knows a lot about american culture and jose just like bob the canadian is our neighbor to the north we we love canada and mexico jose is from mexico we love mexico as well so we get along i think pretty well with our neighbors in the united states north america right north america um ah well linda let's let's take a look at this i'm glad you asked this question so linda from italy is saying that she gets confused with pronouncing flower and flower and there's a little i thought that was a little smiley face laughing but it's a little sweat mark so maybe she really does get confused linda let me tell you they are pronounced the same exact way. Yeah. Is it lo stesso? Lo stesso? 
Uh, it's the same. It's the same. Lo stesso pronuncia, something like that. It's the same same pronunciation. Flower and flower. They're homophones. They sound the same. Hope that helps. Hope that helps. Oh wait, Jose, you're not from Mexico. Are you from Are you from Spain? I'm sorry. Hey, we love Spain too. United States. Whoa, Brian. Shots fired. Be careful. Be careful. Brian said, Trump's face is missing. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Shots fired. When when someone makes a bold claim in English, sometimes we say, shots fired. Shots fired. I did not know that, Thomas. The former name of Mount Rushmore was Old Grandfather. Good to know. Good to know. All right. Uh, I could I could read Italian in here, but uh, all right. Um, I don't want to bore everybody with that. It would take me too long, I think. But thank you for that, Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Um. There there has been talk of um adding more faces to the to the side of the mountain, Mount Rushmore. But I don't think it's going to happen. But not too far from Mount Rushmore is a new massive sculpture being built on the side of a mountain. Let's talk about that one right now. That would be Crazy Horse Memorial. And this one is not done yet, but it is also located in South Dakota. And Crazy Horse is the name of a Lakota Indian And I have a little something written here, which I can share. Crazy Horse was a Lakota leader who did his best to defend his land from the U.S. government. When complete, it will be the second tallest statue in the world. It is also located in South Dakota. So... Not to get too much into U.S. history, but just know that the United States government has been, well, they've kicked a lot of people out of their land for years. And unfortunately, indigenous people, Native Americans paid the price. Crazy Horse was one leader of this indigenous tribe called the Lakotas. He did his best to try to defend his land, but of course, you know, He was outpowered by the U.S. government. But this memorial will be made to remember his work. And that's what memorial, the word memorial, where it comes from, it just means to remember. So memorial, Crazy Horse Memorial, still being built, not quite finished. You can imagine when it is finished, when that thing is going to be massive, Massive is another way to say big. Massive. The next one. Just looking at the chat there for a second. I like I love doing these lessons, but I also know that I, I sometimes miss some things in the chat. I like, oh Mode is here. My banter partner. Mode. Mode is a funny guy. Funny guy. Maria is a Seinfeld fan, and I am as well. And in Seinfeld, they once say, funny guy, funny guy. That's what uh, 
That's what Mode is. He's a funny guy. Watch his chats. He's funny. Don't sleep on Mode's chats. Don't sleep on something. It means oh, you should pay attention to that. It's good stuff. So if there was a, a movie that I really liked, let's see what's a movie. Oh, my son and I are watching a, a Star Wars show right now, The Bad Batch. And if I thought you liked it, I might say, "Hey, don't sleep on The Bad Batch. That that's a good show. You should watch it. Don't sleep on it. Don't sleep on it." All right, the next one is the Statue of Liberty doesn't look like this is exactly center i'm missing my t the statue of liberty in my opinion probably the most famous u.s landmark i could not leave this one off the list as most know i would think it's located in the state of i'll wait just a second in case anybody wants to answer now now now, you're not Googling, are you? That would, that would be cheating. Are you Googling? Are you asking Mr. Google? So, uh, you know, if you do. Oh, Patty. Patty Candle from France. She is not. She's not Googling. She knows this stuff. Marco, look at this. Yeah. That's um, in my little thing that I wrote. Yeah. France gave the statue to the United States. Yeah, so let's read a little bit about it. It's the only, yeah these some of these. I mean, I tried to pick the most popular or what I think would be the most popular, Shea, but I bet maybe except for the last one, some of these might be more well known. Yeah, and as Thomas said, not not too far from Staten Island, or I'm sorry, Ellis Island. So you went, um, yeah, you have to take a ferry to this, I believe. So the Staten Island Ferry, Thomas. Nice. Jose, look at this. All right. Yeah, I don't, I don't our Memorial Day, I did see that question about Memorial Day. Um, I, our Memorial Day always changes dates, but it's always on a Monday. So it's not this Monday but it's next Monday and Jamie knows. So the 31st is Memorial Day. So May 31st this year. Next year, it might be, might be that. Ario, right there. I saw your comment right there. Boom. There it is. And Marco says, for the 100th Independence Anniversary. Really? So that would be 1876. Marco, thank you, sir. So where is my Statue of Liberty here? The Statue of Liberty is also known as Lady Liberty. She was a gift from the people of France in 1886. It was often the first site of, of America for immigrants coming from Europe in the early 1900s. So at one time, it was mostly only Europeans that were coming to the United States. So most of the time, they would go to Ellis Island. But because the Statue of Liberty is so tall, that was often the first sight they would see. That's how they would know they would be arriving at the United States is because they would see Lady Liberty 
also known as the Statue of Liberty. The next one, maybe this one is not as well known around the world, but it is a very important place for two reasons. Independence Hall. Does anyone know in which city this is located? New York was once the capital of the United States. Washington, D.C. is now the capital of the United States. But where Independence Hall is, that was also once the capital of the United States for a brief period of time. Look at that, Amina. Amina's coming through with Philadelphia. Yes, the next two. The next two are actually in Philadelphia. And I think like the next seven after that are in Washington, D.C. And I think Jamie, my wife, she's in the chat now, but she might hop on. She might hop on to the stream and talk a little bit about Washington, D.C. Look at that. Philly. So if you want to sound like an American, you can say Philly when you're talking about Philadelphia. Nice job. Nice job. Hey, Mode, this is a great question right here. What's the difference between a statue, a monument, a memorial? I understand the first one might be different, but what about the other two? Hang on to that question, Mode, because basically they're like the same. We're going to talk about the Washington Monument and the Lincoln Memorial, and they're basically the same thing. They are structures designed to remember presidents. So, um, a a statue, like, so that's a great question. When we get to the Washington monument, it's maybe it's better if I answer it then, but I'm just afraid I will forget. Um, basically there isn't a whole lot of difference though, between that a monument might have less detail than a statue. If that helps but they're all, they're very, very close. Yes. Great question. Is the word landmark similar to the word monument? No. Yes. Yes. But your next question, if so, which one is more common? I would say they are about equal and they're also often the same thing. A landmark is just a famous part of the land landmark, but often a monument. Um, so we wouldn't call the the Hoover dam a monument, but we would call it a landmark. So it's a good question. They're very, very similar. Very, very similar. Yeah. For the most part, memorial statue monument for some of them, they can be all three things. So when we get to the Lincoln Memorial, you'll see that it is, yes, it's a monument. It has a statue in it. So sometimes they're all three things. Oh, nice. You know what? I was a little bored this week and I was looking at Airbnbs in Baku and I noticed, wow, they're not that expensive. I would love to spend the summer in Baku. Maybe one day. Cheese steaks. 
Arroni says Philadelphia is famous for its cheesesteaks. And that is so true. That is so true. Yeah, mode landmark. It might be more general for sure. Absolutely. And Anya says, I think a statue can be a monument. It can be. But a monument can't be a statue. Hmm. Man, getting a little deep there. Yeah, I think sometimes, you know, we might use it interchangeably. We, we really might. Yeah. And as I was coming up with this list, I was thinking, like, what's the difference between the Washington Monument and the Lincoln Memorial? Not a lot. Not a lot. The next, oh, did we talk? We didn't talk about why this is famous. Let's talk about why Independence Hall is famous. Independence Hall, look at that. The teacher made a typo. Let me put another L there. Come on, man. Now it's right, at least so far. There might be another mistake. Independence Hall is where the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution was adopted. It is located in Philadelphia. So I have made lessons on the Declaration of Independence when we did that U.S. citizenship test. And we also talked about the Constitution. So those are important papers in the history of the United States. And they were adopted here. Basically, they were voted on. So they weren't written in Independence Hall, but they were brought to Independence Hall and the leaders voted on if they should pass. So with the Declaration of Independence, should we send that to the King of England? Yes, we should. That's where they said, yes, we should. At Independence Hall in Philadelphia. The next one, again, still in Philly, still with the cheesesteaks, and it is the Liberty Bell. The Liberty Bell used to hang in Independence Hall. But if you notice, let me make it big. There's a crack in the bell. There's a crack in the bell. So it is no longer used, but a lot of Americans think of freedom when they see the Liberty Bell because it was once hanging in Independence Hall where two very important papers were adopted. The Liberty Bell. And the crack in the Liberty Bell is very famous. The Liberty Bell is also in Philadelphia. It once hung in Independence Hall. It was wrong to let citizens know a meeting was about to begin. It is also famous for the crack that runs along the middle. I'll leave that up there just in case anybody wants to look at that a little longer. If you're watching on replay, I want to say hey to you. How are you? And the great thing about the replay is that there will probably be subtitles. So if I'm going a little too fast or a little too slow for you, you can also switch up to use a phrasal verb. You can also switch up the speed. 
Maybe you want to hear me at 1.5 times the speed, or maybe 0.75 times the speed on replay. And that is the Liberty Bell. What? Linda, you got distracted? I can see that. Lots going on. A lot of times when I'm learning my Italian, what I like to do is I stick my phone in my pocket and I just listen. So, but sometimes I'm walking, sometimes I'm doing the dishes. It's easy to get distracted. Hey, Gloria, thanks so much. I love learning about other countries too. And I love teaching about my country, the United States. The next one. This is where, oh, no, I thought we were going into Washington, D.C. We are not quite there yet. We're getting close. We're moving down the East Coast. We started in New York, and then we went to Pennsylvania. And now this is in Maryland. Whoops. Oh, sorry. There you I want to say hi to you. How are you? The Rocky Steps. The Rocky. The Rocky Steps. Hey, the Rock. Are you talking about the Rocky Mountains? We're only talking about man-made. Only talking about man-made. But I do feel I need to do a part two to the man-made ones. And we got to do the natural ones, right? The Rocky Mountains. That will make the natural landscapes. Or sorry, the natural landmarks. It has to right? That's a great, Brian, that's a great question because that thing is heavy. I've actually seen it um, in Philadelphia. That most of these landmarks I have not seen. I have seen Alcatraz and the Golden Gate Bridge. And then we're getting into most of these I have seen, but the Liberty Bell looks dang heavy. And that's not swearing. But if you want to just make your words a little bit more known, you can say, wow, that's dang heavy. The Liberty Bell, it seems dang heavy. So Fort McHenry is very famous because actually I talked about my daughter. She sang the national anthem at her high school this morning, which is why this live stream is a little bit later if you're just joining um, and she sang the Star Spangled Banner. And guess what? At Fort McHenry, the Star Spangled Banner was written. The U.S. was fighting in a battle. Can you imagine that? The U.S. in war? Well, yes, they were. This is a little-known war called the War of 1812. But there was a man. His name was Francis Scott Key. And as this fort was being bombed by the British. He noticed that there were bombs in the air, but the flag was still standing there. So he wrote the Star Spangled Banner, which later became our national anthem. So, little fun fact there. It was written at Fort McHenry, which is in Baltimore, Maryland, during the War of 1812. Man, Ario, I don't know. The flag of the U.S. was made by a high school student. 
I don't know. I would have to look that up. There's so much in history that might not be real. Most people, I think, if you ask, you know, an American, hey, who made the U.S. flag? Betsy Ross is a name that often comes up, but I've learned that unless I, what I learned in, in school isn't always the right history. So I think most people would say Betsy Ross, but I don't know. It could have been a high school student. It could have been, could have been. Did you hear how I just smushed a bunch of, a bunch of words together? Could have been, not could have been. I said, could have been, could have been. Yes, the War of 1812. Next one. Now I think, yes, we are definitely now into Washington, D.C. I tried to spread out the monuments, but there were just so many in Washington, D.C. So the, the next couple are going to be in Washington, D.C. Yeah, connected speech. We love it. We love it. Native speakers love it. And um, Pachu, why the national anthem hasn't been written again? It's just tradition. We, um, you know, it's a very old song and it's just tradition. We've always been singing the same song. And I think most Americans like it. Even though if you're a singer, you will know that the national anthem is really hard to sing. I'm not a singer, but that's what I've heard. Yeah, and Jamie says, and I think she might be joining us here in a minute if she would like. But um, what's Mo talking about McDonald's? I'm a little, I'm a little frightened to watch uh, to read his what he's saying in the chat. But there is a, a bunch of nice museums in Washington D.C. They're all free. The ones that are called the Smithsonian, not easy to say, Smithsonian. Um, and you can actually see the flag that was flying over Fort McHenry that night that Francis Scott Key wrote the national anthem. So it is, the, I'm, I'm scared. What did Mode say? Honestly, I don't know diddly squat. It's a great term right there. I don't know diddly squat about the U.S. landmarks, but the gateway arch reminded me of McDonald's or at least half of it. You think that's what McDonald's was trying to do? They might've been trying to cash in on the fame of the gateway arch. They said, let's just make our, our own golden arches. I think that's what, I think that's what McDonald's was doing. All right, mode. You got to go. Thanks for stopping by though. Thanks for stopping by. Jamie is watching a softball game. So she's she'll be with us in a minute, I think. So I might be on my own for this. But if you right there, Jose. Yeah, Brian. Yes, MLK stands for a very famous leader of civil rights. He was trying to gain rights for all Americans. And at the time he was active in the 1960s in parts of the country if your skin was let's say just not white you know if you were black if you were hispanic you were probably treated differently you probably didn't have the right to vote or it was very tough 
So Dr. King, MLK, Martin Luther King, um, he was a leader in trying to get this changed. And very recently, within the last 10 years, there was a memorial built in Washington, D.C., so that the country would never forget the work of Dr. King. It is a very tall. My family and I visited it a couple years ago. Quite impressive. A little hard to get to, though. Washington, D.C. Here's a little, little hint. If you ever go to Washington, D.C., bring your walking shoes. There is a metro there. There is a subway, but it doesn't reach all of the places you want to go. So if you're visiting the MLK Memorial, you'll probably get off near the Washington Monument and you'll have to walk. And I mean walk like three, four miles. So three or four miles there and back. There are a couple other monuments out that way. And they're just not easy to get to by subway. Yeah, Patty Candle. Um, definitely remembered in history for doing things the right way. He was very careful not to be violent. And it was, um, I think, pretty effective. Pretty effective. He's definitely going to be remembered. Yes, I have a dream speech, which was actually given at the Lincoln Memorial which we are going to get to pretty soon. Yeah, Brian, I'm trying. I'll do my best. Um, Jose is wondering, was he killed in Atlanta? No, I don't believe so. I think he was killed in Memphis, which, little spoiler alert, Memphis will be the site of our last landmark. I think Jamie just popped in here. I don't want to bring her on too quickly. She's on her phone in our living room upstairs. So I want to make sure that she's uh, she's okay to come on just when she gives me the thumbs up. Well, oh, she's still adjusting the phone. We'll move on to the, uh, to the next one here, MLK Memorial. The next one is the Pentagon. Oh, the Pentagon. Uh, Jamie's walking around. I'm, I don't want to bring her on quite yet. I want to, oh, she, I think she's trying to get the lighting correct. It's, it's a tough one. Um, cause where our couch is, there's a bright window behind and you don't really want the light to be behind you. I think that's going to work, Jamie. That, that'll probably work. The next one is the Pentagon. You're all set. The next one is the Pentagon. See, how's this going to work here? Oh, Jamie. Oh, you might want to turn your phone there. I don't know. We'll get that landscape. Boom. There you go. There you go. You're in there. Welcome, Jamie. Hi, everyone. Hello. How are you? How's everyone? And uh, I thought you you were frozen for a second, but you're back on. So this is my wife. If you're new here, this is my wife. We've been married, uh, oh, I don't know, 25 years or so. I think 25 <laughs> years coming up. Coming up pretty soon. Well, well we've been going- together. I'm going to take my ear things off. Is that okay? Uh, there might be a little bit of an echo. I don't know. Can you we'll hear see. me? Yep, definitely. Is there an echo? No, I don't think oh, there okay. is. 
can I not put you? I can't put you. Yeah. Okay. We can do this. So yeah, we, uh, the, we've been to, how many times do you think we've been to Washington DC, Jamie? Uh, I'm going to say at least five. Yeah, that sounds about right. We love the city. Um, one of the best things about this city is that it's almost free to visit all of the cool things. Yes. Aroni says hi. Hi, Aroni. So, Jamie, if you could only go to one of the monuments, which one would you go to? It's probably not the Pentagon, is it? No. We've never no. been to the Pentagon. We've only driven by it. Or we've been on that the big bus that we took the tour with. We drove by it with that. Um, if I could only go to one, it would be the Lincoln Memorial. Yeah, I think that's a great one. We're going to get to the Lincoln Memorial in a little bit. But like we were talking about before, the I Have a Dream speech was actually given at the Lincoln Memorial. Very famous. Um, just kind of a cool place. And um, do you remember that um, the reflection pool? Yes. That is across. So when we get, maybe we should get to that first. I don't know. But there is the Washington Monument and the Lincoln Memorial. And then between the two there is a reflecting pool. So a long piece of water that reflects the entire Washington monument. So there are hey, semiconductor devices. Welcome. It's been a little while. How are you? How are you? Uh, semiconductor says that I should just be quiet and let Jamie talk. I don't know as much about the monuments as you do. So that probably wouldn't be very good for me to do. So for somebody who is visiting the Washington, uh, the, the Washington area. What are a couple things that you suggest they do? Maybe they have two days there. What should they do? Um, the first thing I think it, we did this with our kids and we took them the first time was uh, the big red bus tour. Um, that's a great way to see all the monuments and everything in Washington, D.C. without having to walk everywhere. Um, you can They do a lot of history talking about each thing as you stop, um, which was is really great. You learn things that I would have never have learned about had I not taken that. So I would totally... Um, hi, Sita. Thank you. I would totally do that. It's not very expensive. Um, it gives you a chance to rest while you're there because if you do go to Washington, D.C., you will walk so much. I think one day we did 20 miles in one day. Um, the next thing I think you should do, gosh, it's, I mean, if you can go into all the museums, like we didn't get to see the African-American one because it was still being built. We did not go to the Holocaust Museum because our children were too young. I would try to go uh, to all of those versus going to the Smithsonian's. Those are not my favorite. Um, but the monuments and if we could go to those places again, that would be another thing that I would do. And if you, we haven't seen money being made yet. And if you could see the money being made, I think that would be another great one to do as well. Yeah. There's uh, something in Washington, DC. It's called the, the national mint and mint is where the money is made. There are a couple places in the United States, but you can tour it in Washington. And we just never, I think we wanted to because the kids would have gotten a bag of shredded money, mm -hmm. but we just, we just ran out of time. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. Aroni is asking about the, the big red bus. So yeah. Do you want to talk about that? Oh yeah. Yeah. It is a sightseeing bus. There's, it's like two towers. Um, I would strongly suggest that you get to the top to get a seat. Um, and you can just stay on it all day if you want to, to keep going back around. I can't remember how many times we took it. Sometimes we just jump on. It'll let you get off at, um, there's a stop at every, uh, monument. And sometimes we would just get on and ride and get off just to give our kids a break, uh, just for us to rest, have a snack. Um, and that's another thing. If you do go to Washington, D.C., there are not a lot of places to get drinks or to get food, like restaurants and things like that. So you do need to pack a bag of snacks, drinks. Um, we both each had a backpack with us. So um, that's only one of the drawbacks that I find is trying to find somewhere to eat. Um, we normally ate breakfast at the hotel, brought snacks, and then we would get dinner on the way back to the hotel. Um, so yeah, the sightseeing bus, I think is a great way to even like get to one monument to another. Yeah. And I think, uh, Maria is asking about like that typical, the double decker bus. Yeah. Most major American cities have several bus companies. We used one, I think it was called the big B, mm. but I think they're becoming more popular around the world. I'm almost sure that Cairo has something similar or it might actually be the same companies but yes they're most of them are red yeah big and red and yeah they i can't remember how much it costs us for like three days but might have been 150 dollars at yeah, the time was, yeah it was a great deal because we also got uh free admission into uh the wax museum to see that our kids really really like that um, where there's a lot of famous people, the wax statues of famous people. Um, so, sorry, I have to take glasses on and off because I have trouble seeing with them on and with them off. Um, yeah, okay. so there are some You're- packages that you get to, to get free admission to other places that you would normally have to pay for. Well, that's very nice, Sita. That's very nice. Hey, um, Semiconductor Devices is asking, um, since you're from Alabama, is there anything there that you could tell? There was one thing I almost put on there, but um, what I noticed that Alabama didn't have major national monuments. No. The South in general didn't either. Yeah. So one thing that's happening right now in the South is that a lot of monuments are actually being removed. A lot of uh, Confederate uh, monuments uh, things that have to do with slavery or um, generals and things like that. A lot of there's a lot of high schools that are actually being renamed because they were named after um, white men uh, who, you know, were against people of color and things like that. So uh, right now in Alabama, a lot of uh, monuments are actually being removed. Um, there's not really a whole lot of man-made, I mean, things there. I mean, the only thing that really sticks out for me when I think about what Alabama would be famous for uh, is uh, the Space Center. Um, Almost put that one there, yeah. Yeah, um, in Huntsville. And then the Peach Park, where there's a lot of peaches. A lot of people stop there when traveling. Okay. You're breaking I mean, up and, a little and, bit for some Yeah, uh, Birmingham, I mean, they do have the church bombing that, that yep. was happened there. Um, mm. Selma, 
Montgomery, where a lot of yeah. uh, civil rights marches took place. But as far as man-made, there's not a lot there for that. Right. So a couple of things that Jamie talked about is um, there is the, what do you call it? The Space and Rocket Museum. Science Museum. Museum. Yeah. So in Huntsville, Alabama, a lot of the rockets that NASA uses is built in Alabama. They And I almost put Cape Canaveral, that is in Florida, and that is where a lot of the space shuttles that NASA uses, they often take off from Cape Canaveral in Florida, but the rockets themselves are built in Alabama. And she also mentioned the 16th Street Baptist Church. I might put that on number two, but there was a, a church bombing there. Four little girls died and it was it was racially motivated. So it was because of the color of their skin that that church was bombed. It was because they were black. So the South has a very complicated history, just like the United States. Yeah. And just recently, I, I believe it's been within the past five to seven years, uh, two of the men responsible for that church bombing, I think, were arrested and brought to justice. I, I would don't quote me on that, but I do believe that did happen here recently. Within, I would say within the past 10 years. I do think so. Um, and Anya is talking about those sightseeing buses. What they did for us is they just gave us more time. So instead of walking everywhere, you could hop on that bus and get and see more things more quickly, I think. Hmm. Yeah, some of the things that were under construction that we could not go into. I don't think we could go into the Capitol building um, that was under construction. Uh, and there were a couple other things, but that bus allowed us to see the outside and to learn about it. Yeah, so the, the next thing is uh, the Pentagon. And this building is in the shape of of a pentagon it's a five-sided figure and as jamie said we could not visit this because this is mostly where the military like the army and the navy have their headquarters so it's a very famous building but one that you can't visit because of security reasons or i think you can visit but you gotta know someone all right yeah, um, and someone earlier mentioned the Twin Towers. I cannot find that chat. Um, but yes, on September 11th, the Twin Towers were obviously taken down. But this was another building that was hit by a plane. But of course, it's still standing. Just part of it was damaged. The next one. Let's get to that one. The Capitol Building which Jamie mentioned when we visited last time it was being repaired, but this is where the Senate and the house of representatives meet. So it's not where the president lives. Some Americans I think get confused by this building. It is not where the president lives. I think some people looking at this would say, Oh, that's the white house. When, of course, it's not the White House. We'll see a picture of the White House in just a minute. But the building looks very much the same. Any thoughts on the Capitol building, Jamie? Mm, it's boring. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> boring. I don't we I mean, you can you can actually 
with your state, you can, uh, who can you write Brent to go in to visit the Capitol building? Yeah. You could write a Senator. Senator, You could write one of your representatives. Yeah. And so if you can, you have to do it, I guess in advance, but you can write your Senator or your representative and make an appointment to actually get a tour and to meet that Senator at the Capitol building. Uh, I don't know since uh, in January when it was stormed, if that's still something that's going going to be happening. Um, I'm not sure, but we did not, do that you have to do that in advance yeah and it's usually several months in advance and like um brian is saying um that's where the riots occurred and yeah i don't know if you can get in there right now yeah um ario has a great question about the spelling here and this can be super confusing so as you see the way i spelled the capitol building that is how we spell the capitol building but if you look at the way Ario spelled the first capital, we would say Washington, D.C. is our capital. And you spell it the first way right there. C-A-P-I-T-A-L. Just, you know, if, if English could be a little bit more confusing, right? Um, oh, no. Oh, oh no, you're gone. Oh. We're having problems. So... But that um, that is spelled the correct way. That is this correct spelling of the Capitol building. The next one, that's the White House. Hmm. You see, they look, you know, they look. I mean, besides the big white thing on the top, which we would call the rotunda, um, they look they look a lot alike. This is another at one time before September 11th you were able to get a tour of the White House. But it was difficult. Jamie and I never did it um, because there were only two days. It was Tuesdays and Thursdays for about a couple hours that they would let you in on a tour of parts of the White House. But as far as I know, that stopped after September 11th. Any thoughts on... uh, the White nope, House. It's it's beautiful. I mean, it's huge. We actually, with our children, we got to see. Um, we were at the fence talking with uh, the Secret Service when the pre- the vice president um, was leaving. Um, we didn't actually see the vice president, but they told us that that was who was leaving. They were super nice, super friendly to talk to. Um, a little bit scary because they did have their guns and stuff, but. Um, the White House is beautiful. The lawn is beautiful. It's, it's quite the sight to see. Yeah. And that, that, um, that vice president when we were there is actually our like current president now. Yes. Was it? Yeah. Correct. It was, there was yep. a Biden. vice president Biden at the time. Yep. Yeah. And Jamie mentioned the secret service. That is the name of the security for the president. We call it the secret service, secret service. Just looking through the chat here. All right. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Faith from Turkey. Hi, How Faith. Are you? Welcome. Yeah, Linda, I know, right? It's confusing. All of the buildings are white. So, yes, the Capitol building is still a white house. It's just confusing. Confusing. Yeah, a lot of the monuments are either white or cream. They Some of them, though... Um the ones with the writing of like soldiers and different things like that. Some of them are darker gray. 
So they're either white or gray. Yeah. The Washington Monument is um, one of my favorites. It is very tall. And in fact, no building in Washington, D.C. can be built taller than the Washington Monument. So you will not see any like really tall skyscrapers in Washington, D.C. They all have to be lower than the Washington Monument. This is the reflecting pool Jamie and I were talking about earlier. So you can't see it, but this picture might have been taken at the Lincoln Memorial, which we will get to, but that is the reflection pool in the middle. That's beautiful. We've been actually, uh, Britt and I have actually been at the top of that. Yeah. And I think now you can, I think now you cannot go. No, you can. It's just like getting into the Capitol building. You have to make reservations way ahead of time. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay. And, and when we went, we just like stood in line for, I don't know, maybe 40 minutes or something like yep. that. All right. So I would say that's probably my second favorite, the Washington Monument. Oh, I'm sorry, Jamie. I keep, I keep getting rid of you. Boom. We're both there now. The next one is the Lincoln Memorial the aforementioned Lincoln Memorial. If you want to be all fancy when you're talking about something that was already mentioned, you can say the aforementioned Lincoln Memorial. Jamie, this is your favorite? My favorite. Yes. Favorite. And um, it's just, uh, it kind of speaks for itself. This statue of Lincoln is in the middle of this building. So it's hard to see from the outside I wanted to put two pictures, one of the outside and one of the inside, but yeah, beautiful. I didn't know that. I mean, it lives in the capital of Canada. She said it's the same thing in Ottawa. No building can be taller than the parliament. I mean, uh... interesting. Yeah. I don't think you can take a tour of the white house. We would have to double check, but the last time we went there, you could not. And things have only gotten weirder, I think, in the last couple months after the uh, the riots. There actually has been a little bit of, um, what would we say? I don't want YouTube to, to take the video down, but even after what happened at the Capitol building, there were there was some... Uh, some incidents, I guess. We'll say that, right? Some incidents. All right, Linda. Hey, thanks for watching. Thanks, Linda. The next one. Now, I don't know. Maybe, Jamie, you um, you might want to change your mind. I don't know. This is my favorite. I almost forgot about this one, but mm. uh, Arlington Cemetery. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an amazing. It's an amazing. It's, it's, it's amazing. I, it's, I don't think it has, to me, the effect um of just things that have happened in our history as uh the lincoln memorial but um this is really this is really you should really visit it visit the arlington cemetery um and the tomb of the unknown soldier soldier for sure if you go to washington yeah and this is uh the tomb of the unknown soldier that jamie was talking about so in our wars that we fought since world war one there's always been a the body of a soldier that could not be identified placed in this tomb 24 hours a day, 
seven days a week. It doesn't matter if there is a hurricane coming through, there will be a soldier who stands guard over the tomb of the unknown soldier. I really feel like I almost need to do a lesson just on the tomb because uh, it does have a fascinating history. The, um, the soldier who was placed in there for the Vietnam War was actually identified and was removed. So, yeah. They, they say there will probably never be another unknown soldier placed in the tomb because identifying soldiers after battles has become very easy when it, when it comes to uh, DNA and stuff. So um, this is this is our national cemetery where people who have died in war are buried. Um, two presidents are buried there. President John F. Kennedy is buried there. And President Howard Taft is buried there. So you do not need to have been killed in war to be buried there, but it is quite the honor to be buried there. Is it Robert Lee E. buried there? Um, his uh, I don't know if he's there, but right. his house um, is there. Yes. Maybe we need to do a, uh, a history lesson on uh, Robert E. Lee one of the generals for the South in the, uh, the civil war. This is actually in Virginia, right across the Potomac river, not in Washington, DC, but very easy to get to on the Metro. You can't. And so what's interesting about the cemetery is, uh, cemeteries we have around us, you can drive in, um, you can place things. Um, I don't know how many things you can actually place. Uh, I think maybe an American flag, um, some people leave pennies there, um, on the graves, but you have to park and you have to walk to, um, to visit, um, in the cemetery. It's very, very respectful. Um, I've actually just, we, my classes, we just watched a video of someone who uh, was being disrespectful and talking and being very loud at the tomb of unknown soldier. And it was, it was quite the scene to see, um, the guard addressing them. Ah, yeah, you have to go there. Um, you know, they're hushed voices, hushed. Um, people speak very quietly around there and, uh, there, it just feels like the air is a little different when you go there, I think. Um, yes, I do. I do teach history. I do teach history next year. I found out this week, I will be teaching only English next year. It's a little less work for me when I only have to teach one subject instead of two. And I think Jamie, Ario, hey, Ario, good night. It is late in <laughs> Indonesia. Um, and I think, Jamie, will you be teaching less next year? Like fewer subjects? Because right now you're teaching a couple I'm different grades. Grades, but I'm picking up another subject. I'm only teaching eighth grade, but I'm also now teaching health and PE. Ah. And it's, it's always a little more difficult to teach two subjects because you have to plan and, and they don't pay you any more money. No, you get, you get paid the same money. Hey, Zabeda, a little late. Eh, we got a couple more left. Hi, Welcome. Semiconductor devices would like Jamie to pronounce. Oh, 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 um, Texas, maybe Texas. How do you? 
Texas. How do you say Texas? Texas. Texas. Yeah, Jamie's been in the north for so long, she's starting to sound like uh like me. Texas. Texas. That's how I pronounced it earlier. Texas. Texas. Couple more here, I think. How many more are we? Oh, this is the last one. And you can't see it. But I'll pop it right there. This is this is the last one, and it is actually not in Washington, DC. It is one of the few southern monuments I have here. We did have the Alamo. Does anybody know the famous person who lived here at Graceland? If you're my age, you probably do. Jamie is much younger than I am. <laughs> hmm. Oh, thank you, Patty. Um, Patty lives in France. Hey, Patty. France gifted us the Statue of Liberty. So, is that my department history teacher? Oh. I got you. Tour guide. Yeah, that's fun. We've had some amazing tour guides when we go to Washington, D.C. Um, they just know so much about their subject. They're super passionate. So that's awesome. Oh, Erroni. Got it. Elvis. And Aminanu. Yes, this is in Memphis, Tennessee. Brian, yeah, Memphis. Exactly. That's where Elvis lived. Jamie, I actually don't think you've ever been there have you growing up in the south <laughs> i i mean my father was a huge elvis fan um but i have never been to graceland we, i mean in the south it's so hot um that usually when you're out of school you don't really want to go and like tour places that are outside or have to wait in lines so I, and I, I'm not a huge Elvis fan myself. I mean, I, it would be cool to see this, but it's not like I'm going to go out of my way to plan a trip here. Yeah, we might be just a little bit too young, if you can believe it, to be like huge Elvis fans. But people who are were our parents' age, it's more of the generation. But a lot of Americans will take a big trip to Memphis, Tennessee to visit Graceland. And it is exactly where, yeah, Brian's got it. The King of Rock. That's where the King of Rock lives. Um, Eduardo, I, oh, yes, I sure can. So you have to pay taxes, but you can visit Texas. Texas, the state, the state of Texas, and taxes. So it's a little longer A there. Oh, Elena, big Elvis fan. All right, Graceland. All right, well, Jamie, thank you so much for yes, popping in. having me. Let's make us equal here. All right, I want to thank everybody for stopping by. It's been an hour and a half, longer than I thought, but uh, thank you so much. And um, I guess we'll call it a day here. Adios, amigos.